welcome to the Finance, Faith, and Freedom Show with your host, me, Zani. I am a Christian mama, life and business coach, and a course creator, and I help driven Christian mamas turn their expertise into an impactful and profitable online course business in just 30 days so that you can have the impact that you really desire, the income, and the freedom to be the present mom that you always wanted to be and we're gonna do this by working on our relationship with God putting together strategies in place and the mindset piece to become that woman who has this life that she always desired so come along with me as I go through weekly episodes and I have monthly guests coming online to talk about their businesses and how they're doing it as a Christian mama with the Lord so happy to have you here let's dive into today's episode Hello, 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 guys. Welcome to another episode of the Finance, Faith, and Freedom Show with me, Zani, here on YouTube. I hope you can see the topic, which is um, is getting, getting into your promised land. So before we get started, let's say a quick prayer, and then we can begin, all right? So I pray everybody's having a great day so far. It's already Wednesday in the middle of the week. And can you believe come tomorrow is the 1st of February? Right, let's say a quick prayer and we can get started. Oh, Heavenly Father, we give you so much thanks. We give you so much praise. I am so grateful for these amazing women, this amazing platform. I am so grateful, oh God, that you've given me a message. I'm so grateful, oh God, that you've given me a purpose and a calling. And I know you've given every single one of these women who are watching as well. I pray, oh God, Father, that you help us to encourage each other. I pray, oh God, that we'll be activated in what you've called us to do. I pray, Father, that you use me, oh God, as always, as your mouthpiece today and forever. Whenever I open my mouth, let it be a true reflection of you. I pray that I will hear from you and I pray, oh God, that we come forth in the way that you desire it. I pray that the eyes and the ears of those who are listening and watching, oh God, their hearts will be open. I pray that they'll be receptive and I pray, oh God, that they will be transformed and impacted by this word today. And this we ask in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thank you. Thank you. If you're coming on, please let me know if you're here. I love Love, love, love to know that somebody's watching and we can, you know, jump right into it. So <clears throat> let's talk about you as a Christian mama, you as a mom of little ones, and you having a desire. So what I'm going to be talking about today is coming from the book of Exodus. And what God showed me, actually, let me go from the back, from the beginning. Every year, I've been doing this for the last two years, I start off the 1st of January by reading my goal for the year um, for the last two years was reading the Bible from front to back, which is from Genesis right down to Revelations um, for the entire year. And I used to use an app called the Read Scripture app. It's very brilliant, still good. But this year I decided I'm going to do it on my own just because um, I wanted to do it on my own. I wanted to do something a bit different. But anyway, I'm still going. So I've done Genesis. I'm now in Exodus. And so obviously I'm in the book of Exodus. So what I will do, I will read one book of the New Testament and I will read a one book of Old Testament or New Testament and then I would read a Psalms to accompany it, maybe two Psalms depending on the length, right? And so I was reading 
in Exodus and they were going through all of these amazing stories, which is so good, you know, because obviously Zainai bought her a storyteller, a Bible storyteller for Christmas. I thought it was amazing. It's actually um, a little box that you read um, a lot of the Bible stories and it comes with accompanying books. So obviously every single night I am going to a Bible story with Zainai, whether it's Joseph, whether it's Moses, you know, somebody's story we're talking about. So it's really brilliant that I am then studying it in my own in my own time as well because you know little children they always have these questions so I'm able to answer her questions as well so anyway I am in Exodus and I'm reading about Moses and how God has called him to help the Israelites to come out of Egypt and as I was reading I was like obviously we are so amazed at what happens if you don't know or if you want familiarization of what's happened is that um <clears throat> so it starts with First of all, Joseph, right, back in, in um, Genesis, I believe, went into, he was sold into slavery into Egypt, and he was sold, but God had a plan for him, right? He ended up becoming the, the prime minister, the second in command on the Pharaoh in Egypt because he helped them with the family and all of those things. So years go by, years go by when he brought his family over to Egypt, and then the Israelites became a huge, huge, huge group of people, thousands, and the Egyptians, after after a while, after years and years and years, began to feel really threatened by the amount of Israelites in their country. So what they did do, they enslaved the Israelites. The Israelites were slaves for 400 and something years in this um this land that they were taken into back then with Joseph, but God had a promise for them. He promised them a chosen land, a land in Cana that was flowing with milk and honey that he was going to give them to call their own. Now, this is not like a deserted piece of land. This was land was occupied by other people. And this is why we have in this world today, so people who don't want to believe the Bible, you can see it between your own eyes right now. This is why today in Israel, there's constant fighting with the Palestines, constant fighting over there for land, because it started in these Bible days where God literally told his people, I'm going to give you this land where these people are occupying because they are evil. They're not of me, but I'm going to give this land to you because you are my people. You are going to prosper. You're going to be abundant. Now people could be like, how can a God say that they're going to displace these people and put his people there? How can a God do that? A God who's mighty, a God who's powerful, and a God who looks after his children. That's what, right? So those of who, them who are mourning about Palestine and this and that, sorry, tough luck. If you're not the, the chosen one of the living God, then you're going to lose out, okay? That's just the way it is. So God displaced them and he was going to give them this promised land. Now, the thing is, for God to take these Israelites out of Egypt, he wanted to do it in a mighty way. Pharaoh was the king of Egypt at the time. He did not want to let them go. But God said, you know, I'm going to use Moses and I'm going to use 10 signs and plagues. And I'm going to take them out and I'm going to show you that I am the Lord, your God, right? And they went through many trials before they even got out of Egypt. And then while on their way now out of Egypt, where God performed one of the most amazing miracles, where he parted the Red Sea for the Israelites to pass through, after they've seen God put the waters of the um the Red Sea up like walls so that they can walk through and then wash away the Israel the Egyptians, they still were crying out to God. And so I was reading until one of the things that really stood out is that when they already crossed now and they had no water, they were longing for water, what did they say? Even before that, before that, when they even reached the Red Sea, um the first thing they said when they saw the Red Sea and they saw the Egyptians chasing them was 
why did you bring us? Why did God bring us out of Egypt? Did they have no graves in Egypt that he has to bring us out here to die in the desert? Hmm, how very disgusting could you be? And God brought you from a place of slavery and going to take you somewhere. You haven't reached there yet, but you already seen how God has already done so much for you. But just because you're longing for some water and you're thirsty, you are saying you want to go back to Egypt, right? That's not even the end of it. They moan, they moan, they moan all the time throughout. They wanted water, they wanted this. And they keep saying, oh, we, only if we were back in Egypt, dying to go back to this place that was not only uncomfortable but disgusting but they wanted to go back there because they were scared now let's go and bring this to our everyday life right you are a mom of little ones and god has given you this this desire in your heart to one package up your skills. You have an expertise, you have been through, you know, maybe in your early 20s like me, you had a degree, you went through school, you built up a career. And so you have knowledge, expert knowledge on this particular topic. Now you're a mom, you don't want to just throw it all away. God is saying to you, that was not wasted. Nothing in life is wasted, right? I want you to impact the lives of other people while you be that mom that you desire to be, while you're at home with your kids, being your homemaker, you can do all of that, right? So of course you want to be able to use those skills that you have. You want to make an income for your family so you can take them on holidays, pay your bills, give them a new house, whatever your dream are you can have that you want to have the freedom of time that my dear ladies is your promised land that is what God has placed within you that is why he says see I'm gonna give you to occupy in this world this is going to be your legacy so just like the Israelites their legacy is what we're seeing today where the Israelites are in Israel where they did this amazing place where they're one of the richest countries because God already promised them that. You also have that promised land that God has promised you. And that promised land is that desire. Okay. Can I get an amen? That is the first thing. The promised land that God is promising you is the desire he has given to you to have the income, the freedom, and the impact. That is from God. Okay. The second thing now is that, so you started, so maybe you started, you dip your foot in, you, maybe you wrote a book, maybe you have a course, maybe, no, sorry, maybe you have a, you, you have a coaching program, maybe you took people through it, but now you're like, you know what, I need more time freedom. But as you're trying to do this, you're trying to say, okay, I want to create a course, a lot of things are coming up for you, right? So a lot of things are happening. Maybe the kids are getting sick, maybe your house is going over, and, you know, your husband's never at home, and you kind of feel, oh, overwhelmed you kind of feel like you don't have the time you don't have the energy maybe you feel so over consumed with so much things that's going on right these are your trying times these are the trials that you're going through so just to compare to the Israelites this is where you're stuck before sea you don't know how you're gonna cross this is where you're out in the wilderness there's no water this is where you feel hungry you don't have you haven't got any meat what are you going to do are you going to moan to God? God, if only I had not started this project, if only I had just stayed where I was and just settled, are you going to be like, God, you told me that I am going to have this business and yet this is so difficult. Now, I am saying this, but I'm going to be honest. I have been there. But I'm like, God, why did you call me to this business? Why is it so hard? I was crying so many times. I want to give up. Over the six years I've been in business, I've been like, God, I cannot do this anymore. I am not getting clients. I'm not making money. What is going on? I have 
um, you know, podcast on YouTube. Nobody's watching. Nobody's doing. What is it? What's going on? Right? I have been there. So now I'm saying to you, because I have been there and God opened my eyes, what I'm saying to you is that when you moan, when you get discouraged, when you get overwhelmed, when you complain, we are only delaying our promised land. We are only delaying the time that we step into that promised land. Every moan, every complaint, every you know doubt, every fear, it is that we give into, it is delaying it. If you don't know the story, and I'm, I'm maybe getting, getting this wrong, so Bible scholars, please forgive me, and you know, God forgive me, but I think the Israelites ended up spending 30, or is it 30 or 40, I was getting mixed up, 30 or 40 years in the wilderness when the, the trip that was going to take them into the promised land was only supposed to take, I think, 30 days or something, like a month something like that. So it was a short period of time that they, the God had already designed for them to go and to occupy the promised land. But because of the mourning and the groaning and all of these things that they were doing and saying to God, it took them 30 or 40 years. Like seriously, I don't know about you, but I do not want to have the income that I desire, which is six figures, the impact that I desire, which is to reach 50 women, 50 moms, and to help them to create their own courses and make their own money, to have the freedom to only work 20 to 30 hours, not even 30, 20 to 25 hours a day, a week, sorry, in my business. I don't want to realize that 30 years from now. I don't want to be 60 years and having that. I want it now. So you have to decide. So what I want to read for you is Exodus 15 and verse 24, from 24 down to 26. And I want to read this for you. This is what it says. Then the people complained and they turned against Moses. What are we going to drink? They demanded. So Moses cried out to the Lord for help. And the Lord showed him a piece of wood. And Moses threw it in the water, and this made the water good to drink. It was there at Marah that the Lord set before them the following decree as a standard to test their faithfulness to him. You hear this, right? God was going to test your faithfulness to him. It just said it, right? The Bible says God wanted to test the Israelites' faith to him. So what did he do? He said, if you will listen carefully to the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight, obeying his commands and keeping all of his decrees, then I will not make you suffer any of the diseases I send on Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. This is the promise that God has given to us right here. God is going to test our faithfulness, ladies. He's going to test if we want it enough. He's going to test if we want to have the impact enough. He's going to test everything that we desire because we are not going to get it as easily. Why? Because God, he honors faith. God is a righteous God. He credits it in Abraham. He said he credited Abraham's faithfulness as righteousness. Okay. And the Bible also says that the righteous heart, God listens to the prayers of a righteous person. If you're righteous before God, he is going to bless you. So how do you become righteous? You become faithful. So how does that look like for you in your business right now? It means no more mourning, no more groaning, no more being discouraged, no more feeling lack, no more living 
living in this lie that the enemy is trying to tell you that you are better off not doing anything. You're better off staying small. You're better off not building this course. You're better off not even building a business. Forget those lies from the devil because that is what he's trying to do to keep you back from going towards the promised land that God has given to you. Many of us are watching people online, seeing them living this life, traveling in the big house, in the fancy house. And don't get me wrong, it's not like that is amazing. But we're looking at these people and saying, oh, I can't have that. Oh, that's not for me. Why is it not for you? Yes, you have to put in the work. So what? We all have to put in the work. Whether you sit down and do nothing, you are still putting in the work because you're staying there settling and feeling so discouraged and down on yourself. That is work as well. That is energy being exerted just by feeling down and feeling overwhelmed when you could put that energy towards something different, towards building this thing that God has placed in your heart, right? So what I want to look at for you right now is how does that look like when we are delaying our promised land? How? Like you're saying to me, like I'm talking, I'm saying to you that we are delaying our promised land by years. Like we could be in this space where we're traveling and having the income and have this amazing course that has people in it <coughs> where we're impacting lives. But we are the one who's holding ourselves back. How? So as I shared before, one is stopping and starting. You're constantly stopping and starting. You want to start your course. You may do some research here and there. You maybe speak to a few people, but then you just stop because you feel overwhelmed. You feel like it's not going to happen. You feel like it's impossible. You feel like the task ahead is too far. And so you just give up. You keep stopping and starting. Then maybe you hear an inspirational video. Maybe you watch my YouTube channel and you're like, yes, yes, I could do this. You start again. Then a month down the road, things get in the way, your child gets sick, you know, work pressure, whatever it may be, your husband says something to you, you start to give up. Oh, your husband's like, what are you working on? That's useless. You start to believe him and you just give up again until you get a little fire again. And then this stopping and starting is definitely not helping you. You're not going to get anywhere with this. I'm telling you, you need to be committed to be consistent and stay in the course. Just like God wanted the Israelites to just be faithful to him, just serve him, just Thank him, be grateful, start mourning, and you will get to your promised land, okay? So that is one. The other thing is the doubting. Again, it goes hand in hand with stopping and starting. So maybe you are doing all the things. Maybe you are showing up. Maybe you are being consistent with your marketing and talking to people, but you keep doubting. This is never going to happen for me. Oh, this is so impossible. And the fears keep coming up. You keep feeling overwhelmed. And so you keep saying, maybe this is not for me. Maybe not at this time. Maybe you have too much on my plate. Maybe the kids are too small. You are doubting yourself and that is another thing from the enemy stop doubting yourself god has already called you to it he already has the promised land prepared for you he already has the income there for you the clients ready to send to you but you have to stop doubting and even doubting your own capability you have to be confident in knowing that you are an expert that god has called you to this work he has already equipped you with the experience and the talent and he has already deposited all that you need with inside of you already be confident with that. Speaking to myself here, right? Be confident in that and keep going forward every single day. And next thing is that we keep doing is staying stuck. 
you stay stuck, right? Just like the Israelites, they started to mourn so much that they wanted to go back to slavery. Unbelievable. Can you believe this? They were like, oh, just take us back. Let's just be slaves because there's food there and there's all of these things. They wanted to be stuck in their old position. They want to go back to where they were. And how many of us want to go back to where we were? We started to look in the past, maybe even before we have kids. And then we started to say, oh, my life was so this and my career was up on the go. And I remember when I used to make all this money like seriously one of the one of my affirmations right now is to bless the past and release it you know we're in a new season of motherhood and of you know house house housewife duties and all of these things i try to embrace this as much as possible yes god is calling me to something else but this is my main ministry when i serve in my home and i serve my kids with joy not resentfully if they want something i'm like oh huffing and puffing which i do sometimes <laughs> you know but i remind myself that i it's a privilege I get to have. I get to get up and make my child's food and even though she asked for a million things at a million times right we still have to be grateful and be servers service um servants servants leaders in our home and serve with joy you know i remember one time i used to be so resentful of my husband because even though i would cook he would want me to take all his food for him and bring it to him and i'd be like but i just cooked right let's be honest i said i cooked the most you could do is go and take out your food and god showed me like you need to shift that perspective because yes it may be a bit annoying to you you, but this is what he likes he likes you to take out his food so why don't you enjoy doing that why don't you just let go of this like whatever feeling that was and animosity or anger or frustration around that and enjoy the fact that you have a husband that you get to share his food for and i shifted that and i could tell you the honest truth when that started to happen i started to shift that thought wrong sharing the food he stopped asking me to share his food this is just how life works right when you have no resistance around the things it disappears right and the reason why he would keep asking is because i used to get annoyed i used to get frustrated and this is how the world works Works in this world, the spiritual world, the more we try to resist something, the more we get upset around something, the more it's going to present itself to us. The more we show it love, the more we let go of the situation, the more we allow it to just change us to become a better person, the situation will disappear. So I really want to bring that to you because, you know, God just brought that to me. It is so powerful. Start to show love start to have loving thoughts, start to have gratitude thoughts, grateful thoughts, so that you can stay, not, not stay, you can move forward in what God is calling you to do in this period and in this time, in this now, because you have to start now. Many of us want to be able to make the income. We want to be able to have the impact, but you have to start, right? Nobody ever came online and started a business and created six figures overnight. Nobody, no matter how many people want to tell you that that's the way it is, it is not true. I remember, I, I, used to, I, will, I still do follow a lot of Instagram mamas who have created amazing businesses. And when I look into their story, and a lot of them do share, which I'm grateful for, you will see that they have background in so many different things. They had different businesses that failed. And obviously now they're showing now that the success of this business, because all of those things that they've done in the past is now accumulating. So everything that they've learned, everything that they've done, whether they've sold in the past and they're now reaping it here. Nobody is growing a six-figure business in one month, right? I'm going to, I show you how to create your course in 30 days, but you're not going to create six figures in a month. I'm telling you, there's no way. There's this lady that I follow. She created six figures with her course. She actually started out as an Instagram 
um, social media manager first, and then she built herself up to her course before she created six figures. You have to look at that. There's another multimillionaire one who does her course as well. She started from nothing. She was a minimalist. She used to have an outside toilet, right? And these people are not even believers. But we have to trust that because we have our faith in God, he is going to give us this promised land. But it doesn't mean that you do not put in the work. You have to put in the work. You have to be consistent. You have to learn new skills. You have to change your mindset. And talking about mindset, let's go into point number four, right? You keep giving in to excuses. I'm telling you, I know. I know how it is as a mom. Oh my gosh, these kids, I have no time. Every time I sit down, my daughter wants this, she wants that. I have to get up a million times. I have to do bad time. I have to do dinner. Everything is on me, right? Like we say that all the time and I know that it could be frustrating. But guess what? We saying these things and feeling resentful around these things is definitely causing resentment. And we are the one who are giving into these excuses because we all have 24 hours in one day. Let's think about the women who back in the days or even like in the um, Eastern society, I saw I was reading something back way back when, where these Indian women who were pregnant and they were still going up to the mountains carrying um heavy loads on their head. And I used to be like, Jesus, thank you so much that I get to work from home, sitting on my couch, and I was sitting on my desk here, and I don't have to be carrying a heavy load while I'm pregnant. You can imagine that. They still get on with things because who else is going to do it? So we have to be so grateful in this time right now that we are living in, that we get all of these things and we get to create it. So stop giving in to the excuses. So one of the things that I remember, I remember when I just had my daughter and I had started my hypnobirthing, <clears throat> my hypnobirthing, um, business, right? Obviously I had to start to get clients and I remember having a client in Australia. Now I'm in the UK, Australia I think is 12 hours ahead of me. So we used to have opposite times. So her daytime would be my night time. And I used to feel so overwhelmed. I, I had to get up because the only time that will work for us is my midnight, which would be her midday for me to coach her and to go through the program with her. Now, obviously I just become a um, practitioner. I needed clients. And I also was desperate to help these women, right? She had three children before or two children before and she had a really horrible experience and now she was going to have her long-awaited daughter and she really wanted to have a positive birthing experience and my heart went out to her. So I got up at midnight. I put my alarm on at midnight. I made it work. There was no excuses. My daughter was like six months old. I would put her to bed at six o'clock in the evening. We would both sleep. I put my alarm on for like 11.30 and I would get up. I would get you some coffee. I would drink some water. I would pray just to get up and alive and then go and teach this course to my student. So we have to stop giving into excuses. And so one of the things I also did too was shifting my perspective, right? From saying, oh, I don't have enough time to more like, how can I use my time, the time that I do have, more intentionally? How can I use my time more wisely? And I say this all the time, my time is so valuable to me. Nobody can waste my time. I tell you, like, if you want to see me get assertive and get upset, it's trying to waste my time. Try to book a, book a time to do something and don't show up. Try to tell me to reach, meet you somewhere and show up like extra late. Like I... I could be like five minutes, 10 minutes late max, but don't show up at 30 minutes late and have no excuse or hour late. Like that is unacceptable, right? My time is very intentional. Even if I'm waiting for my husband to pick me up, if I'm at a doctor's appointment, I use my time very wisely. I'm either listening to a podcast, I'm reading a book, I'm doing something to fill that space that is not like, oh, I just wasted an hour. 
Do not waste your time. As a mom, I think that we are, should be exceptional users of time. Like we should get so much done and so productive in our time because we have such limited time. We should just be prioritizing the things that move the needles in our lives during our times. And that's what I do. So like right now, I have like with, with about 30 minutes before I get Zena. I am making sure I do my life. I do my stuff for my business. So that when I get my daughter, I could check those things off my list. And that's why I think as a mom, I get so much more done than if I had all the day to relax myself because I give myself time frame and I stick to it, right? You know that law, I think it's called Parkinson's law, uh, uh, an um, activity will take as long as you give it. So if I give myself an hour to do a live, I'll take the hour, I might take less, right? If I give myself an hour to complete a, a program, exercise I was doing, I will do it in an hour. If I give myself an hour to create a course module, I will complete it in an hour. So you need to give yourself those deadlines, especially between your kids and like maybe you have some childcare, do that block out time. I did a post on Instagram yesterday where I was basically sharing with you some strategies to time manage, right? Block off time, use time blocking. Um, what as I said, using reminders and of course, like obviously your morning routine and making sure that you're taking care of yourself so that you have the energy, you feel healthy, and you can do the things that you need to do. I am like probably how far am I now? Five, six months pregnant now. My energy level is like not <laughs> where it's supposed to be. And like you said to me, oh my gosh, you look so well. Because I take care of myself. I'm eating healthy. I'm exercising every day. I do Pilates. I make sure that I'm resting as much as I can. I read. I relax. I'm not overworking myself at all. And I think that self-care is so important as moms that we are prioritizing our time. Self-care is prioritizing your time to making sure that you're using your time wisely okay so this is really what i wanted to share with you guys and i really hope that this has helped you so just to sum it up let us not delay our promised land let's not delay the time that we are going to reap the rewards of the things that god has placed within us by doing these things let's stop shift our perspective let us get on top of things let's be consistent let's get the support let's get the help that we need so that we can move forward i was saying to my client today she's had a really rough week and i'm like you know what the devil's gonna come at you at so many ways right but you need to be on top of your mindset work i asked did you do your visualization did he do your affirmation she's like no i fell off on that and i was like that is why you feel overwhelmed that is why you feel like if you are not where you're supposed to be because the devil is trying to really put these thoughts inside of you but your job is to go back and remind yourself of who you are remind yourself of what you get to have remind yourself of the god that you serve remind yourself of the vision that you have for yourself which is the impact the income the freedom the promised land is your vision ladies remember that and just keep going right do not let the devil hold you back so i really hope this has supported you and i, I when it really came to me i was like god help me help me i don't want to take 30 years to get to my promised land i don't even want to take 10 years and i know it's the flip side as well that like we are too hurry to get there but we need to be in the middle where we are just taking the actions every single day with joy and expectation that it is coming to us we're doing our part so that god can do his part right his part is that it's already there now it's only about his timing this is god right he already gave it 
to you, but he has control of the timing. And the timing is based on how we react. Do you get that? That's a bomb. Thank you, God. That just dropped that into my spirit, right? He has already given us the promise. The promise is already there. Just like he already said, the land of Canaan is for the Israelites. Now, how long is it going to take for them to get there is up to them. It's up to us how long it's going to take for us to get it. And it means that we have to look at these things, right? No more grumbling, no more doubting, no more being stuck, no more feeling scared, no more having these beliefs, the limiting beliefs that we don't have enough time, that we don't have the resources. We have everything that we need already. We have the experience. We have the internet. We have people out here. You have me. If you want to create your course, come to me, right? You have help. You have support. Let's make this happen. And with that, I would love to let you know about my three months of Voxer only Empower to Impact program, especially designed for moms. This is a Voxer only meaning it's just a messenger app that we speak through. But during this three months, we are going to work on all of these things. You're becoming preparing you to become that woman who takes these actions every single day to create her online course business and create the impact, the income, and the freedom that you desire. I give you my step-by-step -step process to create your course in 30 days. We help with you, I help you to set up your sales funnel so that you actually have a machine that is just going to work for you so that you can get sales on automation. You don't have to be on, online or social media 24-7. You get to use your time wisely and prioritize your time intentionally, right, with a sales system. I help you to build your brand online with one to two hours a day if that's what you want to do. Maybe you have other things going on, your ministry, church, all of these things. You don't have time to be working in your business all the time, but I'm going to help you to prioritize the key tasks that you need to do to move the needle forward in your business. Remember, you have to start somewhere. You may not make six figures overnight, but you will make six figures in the next three, four years if you keep going, right? But here's the thing that I said to one of my clients, which is so important, right? I may not have reached six figures in my business, but I can't tell you how good it feels to be in bed once at night and just see somebody has paid for your course. Somebody has paid an installation for your for your course, right? That is money that just came out of kind of nowhere because I didn't have to do anything. I'd already created my course. I have my sales funnel in the one to two hours I have during the day. I create content that I feel good about and I have a funnel that takes them through and I receive money, right? Imagine when these little things, these little, little bits of sales come up and they pile up, which they do, right? You can make good money. You can make an extra thousand, extra $2,000 a month. How would that change your life now? And as you continue to grow you continue to expand you continue to build your audience and you start to make more money right i have been in my online course business for the, a year now and i'm telling you that obviously as i said before it's not an overnight success it is a journey but i am just seeing all of the benefits i have my time freedom i'm impacting so many lives people are reaching out to me oh i love your content oh my goodness i tried this i did this what you said and it's been so amazing i love your inspiration like that alone is everything to me you know what i mean so this is what i'm saying ladies get started Believe in yourself. Believe that God has already called you. Stop grumbling. Stop mourning. Stop looking back in the past. Stop saying this is not the right time. You have everything that you need right now. 
accept it, move forward, do the work, and let's get to our promised land in record time. All right. I'm so excited about what I shared today. I hope this has touched you. So yes, if you would love to hear more about my Empower to Impact program, send me a message. We can have a chat or DM or we could get onto a call, whatever suits you know us on our schedules. But I can tell you how it works, what we will work on, and basically just make this life your reality. And if you would love to just renew your mind, just to start fresh, so that you can have a new perspective about your situation as a mom and just feel guided by God and the Holy Spirit because he is guiding you every single day. You just need obedience to take the step. I have a free visualization that you can have. Just comment me below in the comments and I will send you the link for that visualization. It will change everything for you, I promise. I give my clients that and I say, listen to this every day because I listen to it every single day and it truly does boost me up. Give me such passion and excitement about what I get to do and it's going to do the same for you, okay? All right, ladies, thank you for joining me and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. I hope it's super productive. Send me messages, have a chat if you would like to know more about my program so that you can create your own online course and you can have the freedom, the impact and the income that God has already promised to you. All right, take care ladies. Bye. Bye for now. I am so happy that you chose to be here with us. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast and I would love for you to do me a quick favor. Go over to Apple Podcasts now and rate us a five-star review that's going to push this podcast out to more amazing Christian mamas. Don't forget to follow us on Spotify and share this episode with other Christian mamas so that we can reach so much more and grow this podcast into something of a movement. So thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate you and I will speak with you on the next episode. Take care. Bye.